Your brother Zoe Williams is back in the building after that long Thanksgiving hiatus. Four-day weekend, you already know, man. I was chilling, sitting in the cut, ready to start. (laughs) I was conspiring to start conversations around relationships and you know what? People been sending me stuff in my email. If you want to send me your topic suggestions, all you have to do is email me at VOR106 at gmail.com. That's VOR as in voice of reason, 106 at gmail.com. Now, somebody sent me this topic. You know what's beautiful? A lot of women who listen to the show send a lot of topics. And I love it. Now, I got a topic today. How to be what you seek in others. Because apparently, now I had to call the brothers out on this. This could this could all be a lie. But the sister was basically saying brothers are not what they claim to be. And yet they have a lot of demands. They want the woman to change. They want the woman to be something different. They get with the woman, and then they immediately go to work on trying to change her. So the sister sent me the topic. Sister out of Texas. How to be what you seek in others. Now... I I love hate these kind of topics, and I'll tell you why. Because everybody's trying to change everybody. Everybody's discontent. Ain't nobody really satisfied. Everybody's like, well, you know, you could change this. You could, you could tweak this, and you could, you know, everybody is like that to me. So, but she, she was saying specifically, brothers seem to not be very satisfied. With sisters. Now, maybe it's a generational thing because I'm pretty satisfied with sisters. See, they're in the chat room already. So I've been asking that question. <laughs> Listen, I you already know this is a caller-driven show. And I want to know your opinion because I can't just be in here talking to myself. So I, I want to know your opinion, but brothers apparently have been asking this question, too. Of sister, uh, The brother Rob B. says, I've been asking Zoe that question for months on air. Okay. I hope I answered it. <laughs> but let me just say this. How to be what you seek in others. Don't you know if you become what you're looking for, you stop seeking? You don't even look for it in others because you've become it. You are it. See, you're looking for something that you're supposed to be cultivating and developing within yourself. See, looking for it in another gives you an opportunity to run away from the responsibility of developing it within yourself. And I've told everybody this for many, many months and years and all the people who've been listening to the show. Listen, man. The key to all of this relationship madness starts, begins, and ends with you. It does not begin and end with your partner. 
You get happy. You don't need them to make you happy. You find peace within yourself. They don't need to bring you peace. Everybody want to go relationship grocery shopping, picking and choosing stuff that they want brought to them that they're supposed to cultivate within themselves. How to be what you seek in others. The great poet Rumi said it this way. He said, those who do not want to change, let them sleep. It ain't your job to wake them up. Because what if you wake them up and you ain't got nothing for them? Let them sleep. The work is on them. It's not on you. When I come forward, I'm opening up the phone lines. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to you on this most wonderful Monday evening. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Okay. You know, I like to, I like to, you know, intro new music. That's from the cartoons. You guys heard me talk about this group before. The name of the record is called Groceries. I love it. It's, it's a vibe. It's a whole old school vibe. I love it. Groceries by the cartoons. And I like to play music that fits the topic. Tonight's topic, how to be what you seek in others. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be controversial. Stop seeking. Stop looking. Right? Nobody wants to hear that. Stop looking outside of yourself. Just the, the search is inward. It's not outward, buddy. I'm here to tell you now. The search is inward. It's not outward. And the moment you start discovering the things you want from other people within yourself, guess what? Your expectations of other people will go away. They go away. They just go away. They melt. Is it better to be the change you wish to see in your relationship or demand that your partner change? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone line right now. What's the meaning of? Listen to this very carefully. Famous poem right here. Famous quote from a poem. What's the meaning of that old quote? What you seek is also seeking you. What is the meaning of that quote? You mean what I'm looking for is looking for me too? Yes. And what you're avoiding is looking for you as well. And what you're suppressing is looking for you as well. And what you refuse to acknowledge about yourself is looking for you as well. 1-800-920-1580. Get to the phone lines. I'm back. It's Monday. I'm turned all the way up. Jeff Brown from Pasadena. Get in here, man. Hey, man. How are you, brother? What up, bro? <laughs> Look here. Uh, uh, you you know you're right in my wheelhouse with this here. <laughs> I uh, know. I know. <laughs> uh, what you are seeking is also seeking you to put the negative that people run from into a nutshell is it, if you are seeking avoidance, mm. then avoidance is seeking you. Keep going, Jeff. Uh, if you if you focus on wrong as being anything other than a marker not to go this way, mm. 
if you get to if you're on a road and you see a sign that curves to the right, you know what that makes straight? What? Wrong. <laughs> straight is wrong. Straight is through a guardrail and into the arms of Jesus. Huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Straight is wrong. So until you can see wrong as other than bad, you are seeking avoidance. Mm. Mm. And that's all that's going to find you mm. is a partner that's avoiding. There is nothing sexier than the dogged chase of the best self. Keep going. You're chasing your best self is sexy. Not running from it. You're not going to hit. You're not going to hit comfort. You're not going to hit. Uh, where you supposed to be? I was joking with you earlier. When I said, "Look here, I can't be on here long because my wife built like Beyonce, and I'm trying not to be built like a bowler." I got, I got to to to, to seek my best self. Uh-huh. I have to ask myself in every moment, "Is this the best me?" Not that I'm gonna hit it, because the answer most of the time is gonna be hell no. The point is, the search for the best me. Are you really searching for the best you when you tell people to accept you as you are? Are you really searching for the best you when you know you know donuts at 2 in the morning ain't going to get you the body you want? Is that the best you? Who are you playing with? I could not get to this place where I, I see myself going until many moons ago. I told myself, I will not accept anything other than excellence in my life to start with me. To start with me. And we both know where we came from. Wait, Jeff, are you on speakerphone? No, I'm not. I'm actually... uh, On your landline? I took it off a speaker. Okay, good. I'm not on my landline. So let me ask you this question, Jeff, before you leave. This is a very important question, sir. If if the answer is you and inside of you, what happens to blame when you go inside looking for all that you need? Uh, well, it comes to the forefront. Keep going. Blame steps right up. Mm-hmm. So when you go inside of you and start talking about, well, it was her fault because I didn't, and it was his fault because I, I didn't, uh, blame steps right up and go, well, he or she ain't here. Mm. You got to deal with the glasses you was looking at that person with. Mm. And who gave you them glasses? Who wrote the prescription to the glasses you see life through? Who wrote the prescription to the glasses you see life through? Well, come Are you on that, that bong, Jeff? Is that what? Come on, bro. You, you know I'm always doing the preemptive glaucoma strike over here. <laughs> I love it, Jeff. I love it. I know you got to go, brother. Tell I got me- to run, brother. I love you. Thank you, brother. I love you, too. Tell Mrs. Brown I all said, right. hey, hey, hey. All right? I shall. That was my brother, Jeff Brown, from Chicago. You know, we, we love Jeff Brown, man. We love him. We, we love his insight. He calls in. He's an old, wise Jedi wizard. We have another one in the building. Sean from Oakland, California. It's your time to shine. Talk to me, Sean. Hey, brother. Well, first of all, I want to hope that everyone had a nice Thanksgiving, you know, get together, however you do it, whatever way you do it, that's the way you should do it. 
But, um, yeah, I mean, what a a terrific topic. You know, my thing is, it's going to sound cliche at first, but lead by example. You know, I learned the hard way, you know, trying to tell people, you know, I'm I'm old, by the way. I should put that context out there. I mean, when I say old, I mean I'm 55. But all right. Let me say this, Sean. We all know you. We know you're old, okay. Sean. You ain't got to say it no more. We, <laughs> we know you old, okay. brother. We know. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, always, I always like to bring things into context. But, yeah. Um, so my point is, is that, you know, I've learned that, you know, when you try to tell people what to do or how to act, it's really a, a nonproductive way of, of trying to get your so-called results. You know, the best way is to lead by example and have people come towards you. Have people come towards you. Have them come towards you. And because, you know, and you're not going to be perfect. I've made all the mistakes. I've talked to you about this so long and everyone on there, uh, on here, um, and, and that's all right. If you're afraid to make mistakes, that's a problem. But if you're going to make horrible mistakes time after time, that's a different problem. But I'm saying don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to push the limits. But lead by example, you know, in the sense that I'm not going to try to tell you what to do or how to change you. I'm going to try to do what I'm doing. And if you communicate with me in any way possible as a a relationship, whether it be friends or or, um, wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, you know, if you try to communicate, then we can work it out. We can work it out. But, you know, when you're trying to tell people how to be, it's just a really bad starting point. It's better just to lead by example. Uh, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? You know what's really crazy, Sean? We're some old men in here, man. Me, you, Jeff. <laughs> we some old dudes in here, bro. But let me say this. We got a young couple in the building. They young. Oh, cool. oh they young. They in their twenties. They fresh. They green. And they. I love to, it. They seem to be in love. I, I'm. I'm contemplating bringing them on the uh, on the show, man, just to get their perspective, just a different perspective. You should from a different generation, man. We're talking from absolutely from thousands of collective years of failure, Sean. That's you and I. <laughs> but absolutely. I want to. <laughs> I might want to bring hear, them on. Yes, I'm thinking about bringing them on right now, man contemplating it. I think you should because I'm I am all for the youth because I have a daughter, I have a son and, and I'm not counting them out like I know everything and I'm telling you how to do it. I can give you my wisdom pieces, but you know, I want you to carry forward with your knowledge as you develop it. And I hope they can do it and I believe they can do it. I love it. Before I let you go, well Sean, I gotta take this call. They yeah, just sure. they just jumped in. Let me say this, Sean. I love you, brother. Boom. I hope I hope your holiday was love great. Love you too, brother. Thank you for jumping in here, man. Thank you. All right, now, Sean from the Bay Area, Oakland, California. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Bring your city into the building and join this conversation. Dorothy from Michigan. Hello, sister. Talk to us. How to be what you seek in others is our topic tonight. Okay, well, how you be what you seek in others. I, I thought that the question was you seek whatever you seek in comes for you. 
or whatever you don't see comes for you. That's, However, it was that's, um, that's part of it. Yes, that's part of the whole discussion. What you seek is okay, seeking you. The there laws of, mm -hmm. I was looking at the laws of attraction and manifestation. So oh, it's like um, it's like if you if you are an investigator, you are going to know a lot of things about a criminal. You might not be the criminal, but you know things about a criminal. So you can't identify. So the things that you identify with that you run from that actually come for you because it's it's hard to um, explain why it happens, but it's kind of like if you, like the man said, if you avoid something, then it normally still finds you. My mom normally says um, things like... Um, once upon a time, you live without it. So if you live without it then, then you can live without it again. Because I mentally took that in about manifesting certain things. And she would just say, you came in this world by yourself. You're going to leave, you know, by yourself. And she would just tell me, like, certain things that you had that you don't have anymore. Once upon a time, you didn't have that before, too. So, like, I always look at, um, I don't want to bring religion, but it's it's just a certain you know, there's certain things that religion do teach that other people teach about just attracting certain things in life and also avoiding certain things in life. But if you look at it and you just say, well, once upon a time I didn't think like this or it might have been um, whatever you call that. Um, what's that when a person... When a person um, constantly says something and then it it sears your mind, it makes you think that way. So I try to, like, block it out, the manifestations, because to whom much is given, much is required. And if I think about, like, winning a lottery or something like that, because I don't play, so I think, like, if I win a lottery, that's just too much money and people are going to keep asking for stuff because they already ask me for stuff because I have my own, the small amount that I do have they still ask me for things. So I think, like, to whom much is given, much is required. If a person asks you to commit to something, then you still got to be dedicated to it. So if you don't want that dedication, then you run from it. If you don't want that money, then you run from it. But they still come looking for you because those same people that rely on you need you, and they need that resource, that money, or whatever you have, transportation for them or housing for them or knowledge or wisdom. So you avoid trying to, well, I read a lot, so it's hard to explain, but I'm an author too. So I'm not really good at like explaining these types of things. I hear, I, 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 hear I hear how you're trying to frame it, but Dorothy, this is what we going to do. You hold tight and I want you to corral them thoughts. Corral them. <laughs> And put them thoughts into words. And when we come for... We have a deep conversation going on. How to be what you seek in others. If you became what you sought after, would you no longer seek it? Hmm? It's a very interesting question. If you became what you wanted others to be, would you continue to want them to be that? 
very tough. A lot of people don't realize that relationships are more spiritual than anything. They're here to teach us a major lesson about ourselves. Let, let me give you an example. Just look at it this way. What if you could share your feelings without them coming across as a complaint? How would that affect your relationship? Would it make your relationship better? Many people would argue, yes, it would make my relationships a whole lot better if I could convey how I really felt without making you feel like I'm accusing you, I'm blaming you, I'm, I'm denigrating you, I'm marginalizing you, I'm making you smaller. I'm just sharing something from a perspective that you might not be looking at, right? Now, that's a good way to look at it, okay? Fine. But most people are wired, hardwired by the society in which they live to pursue happiness from their partner. So that style of trying to communicate how you really feel without blaming, without denigrating, without making somebody small is really difficult to do because your whole focus has been placed on them to deliver. I, you hear people say it all the time. I didn't sign up for this. I, I'm not here for that. I, I came for this. So the reality of it is, as long as I'm delivering what you're here for, you're happy. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Can we stop playing? Agree or disagree? So if you really want your partner to change, start by accepting them for who they are. Is that a true or false? Agree or disagree? If you really want them to change... Accept them. Would, would that work? Hey, I like who you are right now today. But I, I'm on the outside looking in. Only you know if you can improve. If you think this is it, then that's on you. But do you feel like there's another level you can reach? And your partner goes, yeah. You know what? I'm here to encourage you to the next level. Let's go. Agree or disagree. So if you really want your partner to change, you have to start by accepting them for who and what they are right now. Would that enable them to stay the same or would that encourage them? Do you know when people feel like I'm accepted, they, they feel pretty good about it. When people feel like you counting the threads and the shoelaces in their shoes, they, they, then they start to think, hey, you're looking at me in a critical way, and then they tend to close off. 1-800-920-1580. Dorothy from Michigan. I hope your thoughts are together, <laughs> honey. Yeah, but it, it might be kind of off. <laughs> because right. I'm laughing at how you explain it. I hope it made sense, Dorothy. It made sense, but the way that I interpret it, because I was so young, um, is that, like, my partner, we have two first children together, and it was so hard giving birth that I just prayed that if he cheated on me, that they would have kids because they would know how I feel. And it's 22 children now. <laughs> so those women got to feel how I felt. And my kids are now older, so they love their siblings. Wait, Dorothy, were you wishing evil on other people? Don't wish evil, child. <laughs> no, I was wishing fruitfulness. <laughs> All 
Because right, right. I could not understand why I was pregnant and people was harassing me and making my my situation hard being a young mother. And I was working for a hospital and also in my nursing clinical. So I felt like, what is going on? Well, I hope that they see how I feel to be pregnant and harassed and have to work and, you know, things like that and have to deal with him too. So now, you know, my son's like the oldest. My oldest one is 22, but they siblings go all the way down to like two years old. So I just, I just pray that they felt the way that I felt, but to love their children and to love how, you know, the process was. But not to be harassed and stalked, because I wouldn't wish the worst on my worst enemy, wish that on my worst enemy. But, you know, it, it happens, you know, because people don't understand. And showed us I got apologies from everybody, you know, but at the same time, they didn't understand what I was going through. They didn't, they didn't, because they didn't have children. So once they had children, you know, they understood after that. They might have loved that this man loved their child, their first child. And then they want to have a child, but they didn't know because, you know, this is teenage years. They in fraternal fraternal orders and stuff like that where I couldn't go to these events with them, bars and, you know, outings and volunteer services, the things that I wanted to learn how to do as a teen. And um, I had a good, I had good pregnancies, but it just was hard, you know, and then starting to work and have another child. And everyone still want to harass cause to my job and say things or whatever and stop me from the parking lot, working 12-hour shifts, trying to save other people's lives. <laughs> you know? well, and yeah. it, it just was hard. I just wanted them to have what I had. Well, let me say this, Dorothy. This is a non-judgmental space, and I really love it when people can call in and feel so comfortable that they could just talk about whatever they want to talk about. We appreciate <laughs> Dorothy said, you know what? I'm finna get back on the line and I'm finna talk about everything in my life. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate no, it. I love no, no. it. I I thank my you. My son's father, though, because he died four months, five months ago. So I repeat his father. But, you know, I'm just reliving good memories now. Well, we love it. Thank you so much for calling in. You brought Michigan into the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Listen, when I come forward, I'm going to bring a young couple on. I've been watching these kids. They're not kids, man. They grown. They grown. I've been watching them for a while from afar. And, man, they just dropped a bombshell on me. I didn't even know. They're engaged. We finna talk about young love. 25, 26. I got a 26-year-old. Well, he ain't 26 yet, but uh, here we go. And Chris from St. Louis, hang tight. I'm coming to you, brother. I'm, boy, we finna talk about these relationship dynamics, how to be what you seek in others is it good to you you? more voice of reason with zoe williams when we come forward get down by craig mack remix by q-tip we got a whole vibe going in here tonight the voice of reason has come full circle after coming forward live on kbla talk 1580 I love to have these kinds of discussions, like a fireside chat about relationships, the ups and downs, the pitfalls, the joys, how to be what you seek 
in others? Should you even seek greatness of others, from others, within others? Should you seek it? Especially if you haven't found it in yourself. Should you seek it? 1-800-920-1580. Chris, St. Louis, Missouri. This is our caller, and then we're going to get to this couple, this young couple. Here we go. Chris? Yo, what's up, Zoe? What's up, man? What's up? Hey, now, I I, I kind of, this is off the topic of what she was talking no, about. No, right? now, now, Chris, you can't call in and tell me that you're going to go off the topic. <laughs> yeah, this is, I want to talk about the Rams. Now, <laughs> come, come on, Chris. <laughs> and then he hung up. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's just get to our. Our young couple. Everybody in the chat room. Yeah, everybody wants to, you know, see our young couple. Well, I've known the young the young lady. I've known her for a few years now. Uh, when I was the program director at Dash Radio up in Hollywood. Uh, did I give you a show? Uh, or what? I'm well. You were. I was part of a show that you, you know, you gave someone a show, and I was part of that. And then That's right. you helped me with another project. That's what, right. Help, yeah, gave me voiceover placements. That's right. And you know, I was on their head. I was like, "Yo, y'all gotta, y'all gotta hook her up. She got talent. Young girl coming out of college. You were a little hooper at the time, right? Did you play hoop in college or something? Oh, I grew up as an athlete. But, but she's um, everything. She had the Shaka Khan, big hair, you know, the whole vibe, man. So, you know, modeling and doing everything. And then comes along a young man. Yeah, I'm going I'm to embarrass y'all <laughs> like, 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 it, like it would be with my kid and his girl. I'm going to embarrass y'all, so just get ready. I, they're young, but they've been together in young term. In young time, I should say, on the young clock for a while. Wait, what are you guys? How many years? Um, This is, uh, we've been together for two years now, officially. But you. we first met when I was 17. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh la la. He spun the block. He spun the block. <laughs> <laughs> and so they are about... You know, to, they're they're about building their life together. Yeah, don't be he he already like Lord, I'm under the bus. It's fine, you're good. We this is gonna be great. I just want to know how young love operates. Like, well, before you said he came along, but before he came along, God came along first. Mm. Before the man, God came first. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like he said, um. He met me at Dash Radio, and I um, the pandemic happened. And when the pandemic happened, isolation happened. And when isolation happened, God happened. Huh. And when God happened, um, you know, it's funny. You said somewhere earlier, so they don't believe in manifestation and law of attraction, but I do. Yeah. And um, God showed me that, too. Um during that time, too, I prayed on God to heal anything about me that was toxic, that I was unaware of, that my 
I guess my lens at the time was not uh, technically seeing. And um, uh, that happened, and I prayed for God to bring to me someone who um, would love me unconditionally, that was respectful, and all these things. I was describing the character of the person that I wanted in my life. And little did I know it was somebody from my past that I that you already knew that I already knew that I was being dumbfounded about that I was not um, paying attention to like I should have. Wait, wait. When we come forward, we go meet the brother. We go meet the brother, her significant other. Don't think I didn't notice them tattoos on them ring fingers neither. When we come forward, more from the young couple is about to go down in the town. The voice of reason is live. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. I got a young couple, man. I love to see young love. I really do. Just let just let it just just let it soak over us a little bit. That vibe right there. I love to see young people win. Now, what's your name, good brother? Tell us your name. You gotta speak directly into the mic. My name is Francisco. Lord Francisco. Yes. And you've known. I don't want to say her radio name. Codigo Red. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're you, Milan. You've known her since 2017. Yes, sir. So you got to tell me, man, what made you bend the knee? What made you say, hey, I'm going to be here, man. I'm going to do this for the long haul. I've I've always been into her from the moment I met her. Um, and then there was... A time where we weren't speaking, but it's funny because she actually ended up following me on Instagram, and I was like, I was searching her username. Well, actually, no, she was. You were searching my username, and she couldn't find my account, and then I ended up. That's when I reached out to her, actually. Wait, wait, listen. I feel like I need to Wait, wait, when we come forward, we go get the rest of the story. I just love the newness and the freshness of it. It's like fresh produce, brand new love, young love, black love. I want to see it happen, yo. When we come forward, more from the new couple. by this wonderful group called Moonchild. It's called Cure, the name of the record. And the first lines of the song is, I've had my eyes on you for a while. So let's go back to Francisco, because he had his eyes on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not about to (laughs) I love it, come on, this is young love, man. It's the best love you can have, young love, man. Well, I can't say that. There's some old people that's got some pretty good loving going on. But talk to me, brother. What made you say, you know, I want not only do I want this woman, she's a young lady, a young woman. Not only do I want her, I, I, I want to lock it down. 
what made you take the next step? Um, well, she's my best friend. Wow. There we go. She's my best friend. Um, yeah, she's someone. Francisco, let me just say this. Don't cry, dog. No. Not, I don't want. <laughs> no, I'm just. We got cameras all around this studio, I brother. No. <laughs> I mean, the way he's breathing is labored. Like, <laughs> no. Like, he having a Martin moment. Don't. <laughs> just come on, Francisco. Fight through it, man. Yeah, no, she's she's someone I see myself with for for a really long time. Yeah. Um and she possesses uh a lot of qualities that that I really admire. Um she's my confidant. I can come to her for anything really. Um something something like a safe haven i like that yeah i i i hear you young man now i'm gonna start with my because i got i still have questions for the relationship because you guys know whatever you went through in your home life right however you modeled whatever you modeled from the crib y'all gonna take that into your adult relationship you know that so and 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 a lot of times it's gonna pop up as conflicts and conflict doesn't mean Violence, it just means disagreements, right? And trust me, you guys have to be looking forward if you want to make this thing work. You got to look forward to those moments. Like, okay, I'm, I'm eager to work this out. I'm eager to figure this out. I'm eager to see what from my past shows up in this conflict so I can take ownership of it and start to break it down, right? For me, internally. You got to start there if you want this thing to work. Because, like I said, you know, the euphoria of being together, that's all beautiful. And I love her and she loves me and that's all great. But you got to understand relationship is work. And how I frame that work is not Francisco working on Codigo. It's not that. Or Codigo working on Francisco. It's Codigo working on Codigo. And Francisco working on Francisco. If you guys wanted to work, you guys wanted to last, you guys wanted to just keep going, you have to be eager to seek yourself out, right? Like, oh, okay, we have a conflict. How am I going to show up? I want to see how I show up. Because oftentimes we're looking at our partner, you better show up right or I'm going to have a problem with you. No, you got to stay connected, stay self-observant. Man, this is going to be fire. We got so many phone callers. People want to share with you guys. People want to give you guys some insights. But before we get to that phone line, how did you propose? Um, We were actually at her parents' house. What? Yeah. With her dad and mom? Yeah. Was mama tripping? Because you know your mama could be, she a little firecracker. Now. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and... I had to speak with her father. Um, spoke with the father after I got the blessing. Um, well, you did it the old school way. Yeah. yeah Youngsters to, did it the old school way. Let me talk to you, Mr. Uh, I'm going to give your father a last name. Let me talk to you, Mr. Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he say? What, like when you say, hey, man, I want to marry your daughter, what did he say? So... 
they had actually known me for a minute um and i i remember meeting them and i remember them taking to me pretty well really good actually and the relationship with the parents has always been a good one um and they're they're really wonderful people and so it was the conversation went pretty smooth i mean it was i i, I was nervous i'm not going to lie but i had no reason to be nervous at all honestly um it was just like i was speaking to my own father really um yeah. <laughs> when we come forward, we're going to get her response. It's turned up in here tonight. The voice of reason is on fire. We've got black young love. What you know about black green love? That green, fresh love, fresh produce love, whole foods love. When we come forward, the voice of reason shall continue. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Man, I'm so hype right now. See these two youngsters come together, man, and lock it in. I just like to see people win, man. I really do, man. I like to see people win and and they here, man, Francisco and his woman. That's how you do it. Yes, sir. Francisco and his woman. Don't even mention her name. It's Francisco and his woman. <laughs> hey, and I love it, man. He's talking about how he proposed to his girl. They're young. They're, they're in their 20s, early 20s, 25 and 26, respectively. And I think it's amazing. And I've been asking the callers to call in and, and, and give them some you know, some advice. I mean, we're all works in progress. I call everybody a whip. Work in progress. We're all whips. So you want the relationship to work, you got to get to work on yourself. You need to understand that that's a never-ending process. You, you working on you. You controlling what is yours to control. You looking at yourself, you know. It, it, and this is why I say how to be what you seek in others, right? For for so many of us, I mean, uh, there are a lot of us that are elevated in age. We've been looking to our partners to give us everything we think we need. And what I'm saying is if you come in as an integrated person, a person that is in alignment, a person that is congruent, meaning I look forward to challenging myself to be better. I look forward to cultivating my truth. I look forward to cultivating self-esteem, self-worth, self-acceptance, self-acknowledgement. That's not my partner's job. When you start doing that, you start to radiate at a different level and you start to ask less of your partner. Now, people who haven't done all of that work what they tend to do is expect their partner to be all the things that they are not to themselves. Thus, tonight's topic, how to be what you seek in others. Callers, if you want to call in and give this young couple some advice, what to avoid, what to look for, I would appreciate it. 1-800-920-1580. Let's do it. True Monger from Dallas, Texas is in the building. True, talk to us. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir, brother. You on the line? What's happening? Oh man! First of all, congratulations to the couple. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you. I have a question for you too. Um, what kind of adversity have y'all faced together as a couple Boom. so far? Right off the bat, huh? He gonna listen. He gonna ask the tough questions. Uh, Francisco, deliver the answer to the, <laughs> the to the caller, sir. Um. When we first moved in, we actually had no money. Um, it was our first time stepping out into the real world. Um, it's kind of scary, actually, uh, being able to experience adulthood, especially with a partner. And um, we... We basically started off with nothing, um, and then slowly but surely, gradually, um, just things started falling into place. And um, so y'all were building. Yeah, yeah, I like exactly. It. I like it. Started from nothing, and and now you're here. Yeah, Codiga. Um, yeah, he's completely right on that one. Um, also as well, I would say like. Uh, having tough discussions in a sense of like you know you guys get into a heated argument and you recognize that you don't like the way your partner handles conversations or you feel like hey I feel like you should work on this mm. um, I feel like that um, is a big thing that uh, is a major part of a relationship is how you communicate with your partner right mm-hmm. and um there's been a lot of times, I mean, you know, obviously we have our good times, but we also have our, our moments when we, you know, clash. But I feel like it's your low moments that really say a lot about your relationship. So when we do get into it, I feel like, um, and um, I feel like, you know, you get into it can be one of those main adversities. Uh, when you guys do get into it, though, I feel like how you go about that, how you guys communicate with each other um is is a is a is a major thing and um i always try to you know it's not emotions can be deceiving and obviously anyone can you know get upset and say things that you don't mean Mm. but i think it's important not to allow too much uh time um right space to let allow uh, feelings to fester and and build and uh, secret animosity i feel like those should be things that you attack um, soon after, you know, you guys get into a disagreement. So y'all had some pop-offs, which mm-hmm. is normal. Yeah. That's normal. Who Who's, yes, the, ag- who's the aggressive communicator and who is the one that shuts down? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Because I know um, there's somebody in there like, listen, you're going to listen to what I got to say. And then there's somebody that's probably like, I'm not saying nothing. I think we do a little bit of it both. We kind of are the same, you know. Uh, We kind of mirror each other in a way of how I feel like how we deal with um, uh, our arguments, too. Sometimes he might, you know, have an outburst and get upset. I'm just listening. And sometimes we're talking over each other, and then I realize, you know what, I have a moment, and I'm like, you know what, I I can't hear what he's saying. (laughs) Let me actually, (laughs) you know, hear what he's saying. Let me hear him out, hear where he's coming from first before – I vent, you know, and I vent, and then I might say something that, um, 
you know, he might shut down, you know, and I might notice that he shuts down and I'm like, well, why aren't you saying anything, you know? That's because he's having a conversation with the other twin. (laughs) (laughs) That Gemini business is like, listen here, man, don't trip. I got this. Let me handle it. Right? Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think, I think uh, listening is, is really important. I, I'm more of a listener than, than I am a, than I am a, a talker. We could tell. You taking okay. your time talking right now. We love it. <laughs> she already told me he was an introvert, so I've been trying to pull him out through this interview, and he's actually doing a damn good job. He's actually killing it. True Monger, you got another question for him? Uh, not really. They pretty much answered it. Uh, just to say that people are going to give you all kinds of advice on how they how y'all should handle your marriage. Uh, take off it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because what it's going to end up being is what you what you two make it. Yeah. However it is y'all decide to make it is what it's going to be. Uh, as long as y'all open to each other, y'all communicate with each other, and y'all feel comfortable doing that to each other, a lot of things will work themselves out. And y'all each grow, even though y'all go, each going to be growing at your own pace. Y'all can work as a unit and help each other get better. So... That's Man. pretty much it for me. I appreciate you, True Monger. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, brother. You. We thank appreciate it. And then I'm going to say this, too. Y'all should really consider premarital counseling. Premarital counseling. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. You should call my home girl, my sister. I call her my sister. Mm-hmm. Dr. Jashana Johnson. She's amazing, man. She was on my television show. She has a radio show here on KBLA. She ain't no joke. So communication skills, she can help you with that. You know, you know, conflict resolution or conflict management, she can help you with that. She's outstanding. And like I say, sometimes it's best to go that route first. You know, because you know what we like to do. Let me just put it out there. We like to self-medicate when there's a conflict. What do I mean by self-medicate? We go to the little toolbox that we inherited from our parents and we try to deal with it the best way we know how. It's like self-medicating. No. Sometimes you should go check that toolbox and say, okay, we're missing this. We're missing that. Let me go talk to this professional, this expert, and get this toolbox retrofitted with some tools that we may need in the future. We don't need it now. We're not having problems now. That's why I say, go see them before the problems come. You know what I mean? So you'll be able to deal with those problems, you know what I'm saying, when they manifest themselves. Because let me tell you something about love and relationships. Problems ain't going to never stop. You're going to always have good times, but just like good times, you're going to always have challenging times. And I won't label challenging times bad times, but you're always going to have challenging times. So, you know, you're going to have to develop some resilience, some strength. And you guys have already shown that you got that. Who we got? Willie? Willie from Palmdale. Willie? How you doing, Don? Brother Willie, is that you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Willie? What, are the, what, what word do you have for the young couple here today, son? Uh, well, I was just going to say to the young man, never, never point your finger at, uh, at your wife. Uh, and complain about her, the things that she do, 
because she might tell you that she's not telling you everything she don't like about you. I don't know if that makes sense, Zara. I'm trying to, uh, listen, I'm trying to put all the syllables together and then just uh, say okay, it again. I just, I just said, I said like this. I was telling that my wife wasn't even to tell me things I didn't, I didn't like. And she told me, do you think I tell you everything I don't like about you? And I said, what? Blew your mind, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see what happened, Willie. Willie, you pointed at your wife and said, look at you. You need to stop doing this. And she said, do you know all of the things I done held back about you? Okay, I got it, Willie. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I want to share. Thank you, Willie. That's good but advice. You, uh, but uh, but, but uh, your, your advice about Dr. LaShonda Johnson, that's a beautiful suggestion. I think they'll like her. They would love Jashana. I know that. I, I know it 100%. They, you guys would love Dr. Jashana, John, I'm telling you. You will love. Thank you, yeah. brother. We appreciate you, Willie. All right, Willie. People calling in with great advice. He said, "Don't point at your wife. You point at your wife, she gonna point back with things you never knew she knew about." One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. Call in and give this young couple some advice. Do I have? To, I got time, Fred. Okay, Fred. Fred from San Fernando. Hey. This is about to be a ride. Okay, come on, Fred. Congratulations, you two. Thank you. May God thank bless you. you and all y'all endeavors, okay? Thank you. Thank you. So now, Uncle Fred finna, finna ask some questions. You that uncle automatically, Fred? Fred? Yeah, <laughs> uncle I'm Fred. Uncle. <laughs> Come on, Fred. Do either one of you cook? Of course. I could. Name three dishes. Um, okay. I could cook shrimp. With um, broccoli and mashed potatoes, um, I could cook anything. I could cook spaghetti. I could cook. Um, I could cook. Uh, I'm still working on my menu, but I could cook a uh, steak and um, a good, uh, healthy meal. Whatever you want. She any make, meat with any side. I can make a uh, lot of different stuff. Pasta, like it don't matter. Fred, this ain't what the marriage SAT test. What's name three dishes you can? No, because the reason why I'm saying, if you guys plan on having kids, you need to know how to cook. Oh yeah, solid advice. Of course, That's good advice. And Fred. that means him too, because sometimes she might be at work, she might not be feeling good, she might be out of town. So she, he knows how to. He he need to know how to cook just like her. I have the best teacher next to me. Yeah. Do you know how to wash clothes? <laughs> we, just, we just did laundry this weekend. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. And the last question. Do you both of y'all like to clean house? Of course. Yeah, we're cleaning every day. <laughs> okay, course, the reason yes. why I'm saying all this is y'all are going to have a beautiful relationship and marriage. But when the kids start showing up, then... That's when that's when it kind of put a little pressure on y'all. Maybe, Fred. Maybe it might put some pressure on. Them. They might they might love the whole process, and it feels wonderful to them. Not everybody gonna struggle. Let me just say, Fred, thank you so much for hanging on the line. We appreciate the insight, Uncle Fred from the San Fernando Valley. Listen, if you want to call in and share some insight with this young couple, man. 
please call in and give them some well wishes and good words. The Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580. We're having a great conversation. When we come forward, we shall continue it. He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Return to KBLA and I'm excited. That's the cartoons, man. The record is called Be There For You. Got a whole vibe going on tonight. The whole vibe is right. Hip hop beats and young love in the building fire topic how to be what you seek in others so i brought in a nuclear missile a marriage missile (laughs) i had to because the youngsters they're adults don't get it twisted 25 26 respectively imaya milan Yes. I did I pronounced it correctly. You you pronounced it. Bing, Ph- right? Fantastically. And her husband to be Lord Francisco. I have Lord to, Francisco. I have to say it like cuz Francisco is such a royal type name. I am Francisco. Duke of <laughs> Portugal or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I had to bring in a marriage missile. Somebody that's been married for 17 years, and I just, I asked Robin Ayers from the Danny Morrison show just to come in and give these youngsters some some insight, and she went right in and just started laying down the science. I said, hold on, hold on, we got to do this on the air. So, Robin, can you just give them, because you've been married for 17 years. Can you yes. just give them like the journey in a in a in a nutshell, like in a time capsule? Yeah, I can. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to even speak to you guys about marriage because some people that that happened with us, my husband and I, everybody was like, "Let me put you up on game," and everybody wanted to sit down. And after a while, we were like, "All right, we you know we got it." You know what I'm saying? And and not everybody you want speaking into your relationship. Um, you kind of have to, you know. Uh, use wisdom there so I appreciate Zoe thanks for having me on and I appreciate you guys allowing me to even speak on it like I said uh, I've been married for 17 almost 18 years and of course you're going to go the the ups and the downs they just come with the territory Zoe you hit the nail on the head when you talked about premarital counseling Mm -hmm. um Number one, you're you're not even thinking about what's going to come up. Premarital counseling, one of the reasons for it is that it lists out all the possibilities, all the things you're not even thinking about. Um, have you talked about each other's like family history? Have you talked about how you would raise children? How have you talked about you know um, if we get into like a heated argument and we have kids, or we're we're still just living with the two of us? How do we handle that? You know, those types of uh, conversations come up in premarital if you should choose to do that. But I'll give you my quick little um, synopsis on what I think makes a uh, a, um, a powerful, long-lasting marriage. Um, obviously, there are the, 
the foundations of like communication and all that stuff. But friendship is the name of the game. You have to remember that, you know, who you like, that's my friend. Before we were anything, before we were attracted to each other, we were just friends. Like, what's up? You know, like if, if I talk to my best friend today um, and she has an attitude, I don't come at her like, why you got an attitude with me? I'm like, what's up? Like, you OK? Like, that's how I talk to my friend. What tends to happen in relationships is we put on the we talked about this before. We put on this entitlement hat of like, because I'm your wife, you can't talk to me like that. Or because I'm your husband, don't talk to me like that. So if and that's that entitlement that starts working in, in that uh, in that realm. But if you bring it back down to just the basics, my friend, you want to check on your friend. How's how's my friend doing today? Um, mm-hmm. Isn't I that, like that. Yeah. isn't that powerful? The friend piece is big. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing is because this was really big for me. I'm 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 naturally like an independent kind of girl. I've been that my whole life. I had to realize that compromise is the name of the game, but on both parties. It's not giving up yourself. It's just it's just now like not it's not all about me and my ways. It's really understanding your friend. Really understanding, you know, um, what that person is going through. Another thing that changed the game for me. Let me tell you what changed the game for me. Right? Give it up. Give Let it me tell you up. So, <laughs> oh, this is yours. I'm all taking your word. I mean, this is what I do on my show. I'll be liking another thing. Um, okay, so what changed the game? My husband, whenever we were having a disagreement, I don't believe we've ever really argued for real. We just have disagreements. We, we, we vowed in premarital, because we did it, that we wouldn't go beyond a certain point. Like, we're not going to be yelling and raising, but we're not doing that, right? We'll stop before we get to that point. What changed the game was we would often, like, he would he would tell me something that he felt that I did wrong. And I would try to justify my ways. Mm. I would try to get him to understand why I did what I did. And he would always be like, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. So there was a, a, a gap in communication. And I'm like, well, if you just understand why I did it, your your mentality would change. You won't be so offended. He was. So what I've learned is if you just put that to the side, it doesn't matter what happened, why it happened, your reasoning. Sometimes he or she will just want you to hear what they're saying and validate where they're coming from. It doesn't matter. You know, you have the, the right reason. You could be right. You could be absolutely because there's a million times that I'm right with my husband, but he's not trying to we're not trying to figure that out. He just wants to he wants me to hear him. So that's a game changer for sure. Being in alignment over being right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Robin Ayers from the Danny Morrison (laughs) show. She made an impromptu appearance to speak. This is community outreach. A lot of people don't understand that. When a community rallies around a young couple and we sitting here sharing insight for a journey that we don't know is what it's going to look like. They don't know what it's going to look like, but we just like laying out little markers to say could look like this. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for this. Look for this. This is community outreach. I love it, man. I love it. Thank, Thank you, you, Robin. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. Absolutely. And then, and then, do you guys have any questions? Did y'all come in here and ask ask uh, Zoe questions? No, I've been badgering no. them the whole time because <laughs> I know I know her. I'm just getting to know her guy. I've known you know about him. Yeah. You know, and now I'm getting to know him, and I'm like, okay, cool. I, I like the kid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm calling you kid because I'm great. Just. <laughs> 
Just let it happen. I'm a young Santa, dog, before I got big. That's all good. Just let it happen, man. <laughs> but I, I really appreciate you, Robin. Thank you for jumping in here and giving Thank them that so insight, you know. It was great insight, too. Truly. Yes. Good, good, good. Yes, everybody. My chat room is like, shout out to Robin. Hey. <laughs> so, again, I want to know your mama's response because I know your mom is, she's a firecracker. Oh, my mom was excited. She was excited. She was happy. She loves Francisco. She always would tell me about Francisco when I wasn't messing with him. You know, when I wasn't talking to him, oh. she would always tell me, you know, that boy Francisco, that he's a he was brought up right. He was he my mom, that was my first, the first thing my mom noticed was that he was brought up the way I was. Mm -hmm. And um she really liked that. And um, she was excited to see someone like him, you know, take her daughter so seriously. Wow. Do you think, and maybe this is a question for after we come forward, because I've, he I've heard this a lot. Do you think that men in general just don't take women seriously? Like, is it rare? From your perspective, like you, you're 25, and have you run into the wishy-washy? When we come forward, we're gonna talk more about this issue because uh, apparently women are going through this. When we come forward, more from the Voice of Reason. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. When we come forward. With a wise uncle or a wise aunt wise family members sitting around a young couple that's connecting families this is what it's supposed to feel like you understand you see auntie walk in hey somebody send auntie robin in here then auntie robin show up listen this is what you gotta look out for it's just this is why i said this is you know what i'm saying like this is community empowerment where you see somebody a couple Man, y'all can make it all the way. And and I, I will give you this. Uh, one of the best pieces of advice is not all advice is good advice. You know, sometimes you guys got to close the doors to everybody's talking heads, you know. Because remember, nobody's experience is your experience. And... Everything that they're giving you could be like little glimpses of what could be, but may not be, you know, because your experience is your experience. But you were saying something before we came forward, because I was asking, you said, you know, it, it's refreshing to have a man to, to, you know, have some conviction. He believed, hey, this is who I want to be with. This is what I want. And I had to ask the question, are you saying before him? You were running into guys that were acting like they wanted something but really didn't want it? Talk to me. Well, most definitely. I feel like when you have to play games and I feel like you can't be honest and, you know, forthcoming with someone, you're hiding something, you know, when you're hiding something, you know, you can't give all of yourself. So how do you expect to have something serious and you're not even giving, you know, your best effort, your best foot forward? And, um, yeah, that's what I... So most men are not putting their best foot forward? Um, in your experience? Yeah, I think that a lot of insecurities get in the way. 
Um, I think that's another reason why there's a lot of games um, and securities. People like to run, you know, hula hoops around you and, you know, they can be deceiving and, you know, they want you to believe them to be a certain way. So I think that um, I definitely think that people play games to give you blurry mirrors because they're not sure themselves. Blurry mirrors. Listen, when we come forward. Said something that was profound. Blurry mirrors. When we come forward, we're going to wrap up today's show. This was a powerful conversation. When we come forward, you're going to get the rest of it. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Voice of Reason. We had an old wonderful conversation tonight with a young engaged couple Imaya Milan and her beau Francisco and tonight's topic was big because we was talking about you know how to be what we tend to demand from our partners and and I'm just going to give you just this little bit of insight gotta learn how to complain without blame gotta learn how to complain and not even complain just drop complain learn how to bring up issues without passing blame without being accusatory if there's a problem we have to take self-initiative like what i mean by self-initiative internal initiative what could i have done that was in my control that i did not do so you gotta you gotta start with you before you start going out, if you want to be a better partner, start with what you were directly responsible for, right? Start with what you're in control of. Um, always focus on the issue. And understand that there's a difference between what's wrong and your partner sometimes. Sometimes the issue is the issue and it ain't got nothing to do with your partner. Do you, If you understand what I mean by that. Because sometimes we just milled it all together, right? you're the problem no 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 the problem is we just didn't do this or we just didn't do that and then this is the result so and 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 always be accountable always take responsibility i think that's that's a good way to do it right we love these people who came in here today where do people follow you if they could follow you. Well, she's engaged now. Ain't no more following. I know Francisco going to be like, uh, who is the dude from the radio that's following you now? <laughs> nah, he's laid back. He not like that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Ran- uh, Randolph from Tennessee. Randolph, you called at the end of the show. Randolph, you got to make it quick. If you're going to give him some advice, it got to be quick, quick, Randolph. I got you. I got you. Uh, to the couple, I want them to know that love is great, but to sustain that love, take some steps. Communication is one key thing. You got to learn to listen to each other and not uh, learn to talk to each other and not at each other. You know, it's going to be some ups, it's going to be some downs. They do not come with a handbook, but they sound like a real good couple. They do, don't so they, Randolph? I, I, I'm sorry? I said they do, Randolph. You're right. Yeah, they do. You, you can actually hear it. You can you can feel the vibe off of it. Well, I'm go. a sixty, I'm a sixty plus year old. <laughs> well, Randolph, 
Thank you, brother. We appreciate the insight. We got to move forward. Listen, coming up next, of course, Danny Morrison and our girl, Robin Ayers, about to keep the fire lit. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the one and only KBLA Talk 1580, the voice of reason, deuces. Thank you.